Welcome to Urban Lifestyle Cafe. I'm your host, Michael, and my wife, Alicia. Uh, We're talking tech today, and one of the main tech issues that a lot of people are really getting into is home automation. Uh, My wife and I uh, really got into it about a year or so ago. Uh, We saw that this was the next tech evolution to get our hands on and making life much more convenient. Um, But there's a lot more companies now that are starting to put their hands into it. But the first one that we saw that we felt that was going to be the right thing for us, we started with the company Wink. Uh, when you saw Wink, Alicia, what did you feel that it can be convenient for you? Now, remember, you were the one that was looking at all this um, automation stuff. Um, and, you know, you doing your research, you found out about Wink. Now, there was Wink, and then there was the other one that was available at Lowe's. Exactly. And you wasn't sure which one would be more how would you say, functional, you know, be able to do a lot more things for the house. And so um, we, went, we when we went to Lowe's, we looked at that one, and it didn't look nothing compared to how we seen Wink, because we seen Wink first, and Home Depot, and a lot of people wasn't very knowledgeable at Home Depot with um, the, the automation. Yeah, so Home Depot really... They wasn't even aware of the products. We were looking primarily to start with light bulbs. Correct. And we wanted to say, hey, look, do you have these type of white light bulbs from GE? And they said, well, we had a couple of these, but we're not even sure. So that was kind of weird to me that, you know, we're going into a store that's selling the product and, and they didn't know what was going on. And Lowe's had this Iris product. And there was no really promotion on it. Um, the people at Lowe's wasn't even aware of it. And they had like a small section within the store for it. So I went back and looked at the research again. And I was like, there's nothing relating to it. They made a home automation for just their products. And, and, and that was just really ignorant. And, you know, when we went, Leisha, you you saw that. And then you start saying, so which bulbs do we get? And that's when we started looking at uh, the Wink products to say, do we need this? Do we need that? And we started with the bulbs. Right. We sure did start with the bulbs. It was it was kind of um, interesting um, just how it was set up. Because you did all the setting up of the, of, of the bulbs and everything. But once you did, it was like, wow, this is really cool. You know, because there's so many times that, you know, we forget to turn off the light downstairs. You know, exactly. We want, he's like, we gotta, oh, I gotta go downstairs, I gotta turn on the lights, oh my God. And another thing that was interesting was, you know, once we got the hang of it and saw how just convenient it is, and it seemed, some people say lazy, but Uh I I can't say that. (laughs) I'm sorry. You know, when you get a certain age, that I consider lazy. But it's just that, um, once you did it and you know how'd you set it up it is like wow this is really cool and then you know it was the bathroom light and then it was the bedroom light and then it was the fan i'm like wow yeah i think they had a lot of options you know and and the thing is we wanted well i wanted a lot of convenience 
you know, <laughs> some people can say lazy, some people can say convenient. But I saw it as a convenience. And then when you went, if you go to the Wink site, the Wink site has a lot of options. So we only started with the lighting. So again, just like Alicia says, we wanted it downstairs and covered in the area where we're watching TV and we say, hey, look, this makes our life easier. We can go upstairs and, and just go on our app because this is app-based and go on the app and just cut it off, and then we're fine. If you wake up and you accidentally fall asleep, you can even set up timers to say at whatever time you normally go to bed, uh, your lights in your bedroom will come on, and where you're sitting, they will cut off. And it just made those automations like really, really well. But one of the other things that you know I looked into, which was the options, was the garage doors. So, you know, yeah, you started with that. That was awesome, too. And I love the way the garage doors work. There's no more garage door opener. Right. So which is cool. So if just so happened, I want to open this. If one of the kids say, hey, ma, I need to get something more. I'll send Shanisha. Shanisha, I need for you to do something real quick because this is this happened. I can open up the garage door from anywhere. Exactly. And, you know, Shanisha's our daughter. So Mm -hmm. we just calling our names. Uh, Shanisha's our daughter, and if she wants to get in, we can just say, hold on, let me open the door for you, and go from that. So, you know, it was a progression, and, you know, the good thing is with technology, technology expands on itself. So, you know, we got the the light bulbs, we expanded it and got the light bulbs for upstairs, we got the garage door opener, then we said, hey, you know, there's some switches, so we got a couple of light switches. So I don't have to spend a lot on bulbs. But what we found was you can actually, except for buying a Wi-Fi fan, all you needed to do was get a actual switch. And the switch for the fan can be part of the Wink system. So that made it another thing. So why get up? Hey, I'm hot sitting on this couch. Laziness again. I'm hot sitting on this couch. Let me cut on the fan. I can pull out my app and I can cut it on and go from there. So all of these things, we just combined together. We got a couple of other colored bulbs. So if you want some mood lighting, uh, we, we, we had some options to say, hey, look, get some bulbs that change color. And we went from there. Yeah. And now remember, the ones you really want are which ones? Oh, those are the Philips Hue. So and they that, are those are amazing. Very, very expensive. Mm-hmm. And then you decided to get what? Something of a lesser Yeah, a lesser brand. Right. I mean, and they were fine. You know, they, they gave you what you needed. The difference between the the actual um, the bulbs that I got and those was the Osram. Those, if you look them up, they're the Osram Lightify. So they and they they different colors. They do pretty well, but the difference between that and the actual uh, Philips Hue lights is the Hue lights can change to the environment. Right. The Hue right. lights uh, connect up to different other devices that if you play music. It, it blends with the music. It blends with the movie. But they're more expensive. So you get what you pay for. Right. Basically. Cause you, yeah, because you want to do more. You didn't think that. You're like, oh, I don't want to spend that money. 
And then realizing what the hue lights can do, you're like, okay. I missed out on that one, right? Yes, yes. But again, again, technology progresses, and then you see what do you want in your household? You know, what are the things that makes life a lot more actually convenient? And then the one thing after all of that was said is, I'm comfortable. I got my fan on. I got my lights. I got my automation with my timing. You know, I can, when I'm ready to go to sleep, I can make sure they automatically cut off. Then we got the thermostat. So Now, that was interesting because mm-hmm. we've been through, some, well, I don't think it was the thermostat that we were really having problems with. But I realized that that thermostat is amazing. Yes, it is. I mean, so um, now we have to get a new air conditioning unit and some, and you know, with that, we got new thermostats and which was awesome. And then, you know, was having some issues. We had some guy, I mean, some air air conditioning technician come in and say, you can pay $8,000 for the system that is Wi-Fi connected and give you all the information you need about how to save money on your air condition. Like, yeah, $8,000. Yeah. And so what my husband told me was like, you know, Michael said, uh, babe, um, the Echo B do the same damn thing at a cheaper mm-hmm. cost. And so that's where a lot of people are starting to understand. Do you really need $8,000 air conditioning unit to really maintain the cost of, or save you money? Well, it's not the, it's not even that the unit, it's the system to go with the unit. Mm-hmm. So you, you're not only paying for a, a, a unit, but you paying for a monitoring add on system. That's going to cost you thousands more dollars, mm-hmm. which with, is ridiculous. Right. And the echo B, I mean, it, I mean, it's, it's such a oh my gosh! It's just amazing, the um, device to have in your house. Um, so so let me let me give a little explanation of the Echo B. Right, right, you know, right. Because we we looked at a couple of other different thermostats. Nest. You know, we looked at Nest. We looked at I, I looked at the Honeywell. The Honeywell, yes. And and the Honeywell. Those are like the three top brands of Wi-Fi thermostats. thermostats that was out there. Yes, yes. Well, you know, Nest was brought by Google. And yes, it was. Yes, it was. was having some issues. Yes, it was. Um, in between there. But we also found that the Echo B uh, was rated a lot higher. And let me explain um, for those who don't really are familiar with Echo B. Echo B is not just a monitor on the wall that you that's connected there. It has a sensor in there. So that sensor that's in that actual thermostat can tell if there's people in the actual room because what it does is it's saying the temperature uh, body temperature and everything so it gauges that and it can tell you that but if you buy the high-end one which is uh, i think about 50 dollars more it has a remote sensor so that other remote sensor if you have your thermostat in the hallway you want the real other sensor to be in the room that you're normally in so what it's doing is picking up you in that room as opposed to just picking up things in the hallway and trying to compensate from there. So that additional remote sensor actually helps out to say, how do I continue to keep my house comfortable? And that that little remote sensor has that. But Nest didn't have that. You know, Nest is a really great product, but I, I wanted something that would accommodate the multiple rooms that we'd be in a step instead of just having 
one actual thermostat upstairs and downstairs. I can have multiple uh, and I can add on. The good thing is you can have another uh, sensor in another room. So if you have your children in there and it gets warmer in there, it's detecting that, hey, look, we need to cool this room more because you set the temperature at a certain rate. And it was and it's really comfortable. So if my wife is downstairs and I'm upstairs. The sensors will say, here's the two. How do you compensate for it? So the upstairs thermostat to say, let me change for this. And then the thermostat downstairs with the sensor she's in, it actually makes it comfortable. But we also learned something about Nest as well. OK. Which was, you know, we kind of transitioning um, that Nest actually becomes a hub as well right so the wink is a hub for all of these different devices and and companies that bring that in so they're the hub to say you can connect to me in order to connect to your wi-fi system and use my app well the nest you can buy the nest and it's a thermostat but it also becomes a hub so you can start connecting things to your nest and then use the nest actual app in order to control it and i haven't tested um because you know we found that out recently over the last couple of weeks month but it became much more interesting to say hey there's another option for home automation right some people may say eh, i don't care about that equity it's too much money i can buy the nest which is a hundred dollars um, or two, $200, pardon me. And then you got the Echo B was about $250. Right, right. But, but the Nest became like a, a, another other option for people who actually wanted that. So we got that. We got the thermostat. We got the lights. We got the bulbs. We got some switches, you know, and life was fine. Right. <laughs> then it came to fruition there's the new option that we really wasn't prepared for but we were so excited with and it was the amazon echo that's right so the amazon echo i told my wife <sighs> hey look at this look at this and we just started doing the research from there so our, our efforts is always let's find as much information as possible let's find what it can do for us Let's see if it's even worth the effort. Go ahead. The effort to play with the device. Mm -hmm. So the, it became a great option. So the option for me was everything that I wanted for the Wink and everything that the Wink can do and me open that app up and start um, calling up these functions. I didn't have to do that anymore. It connected to Echo and then Echo will actually... Uh, initiate these functions and if I say echo turn up downstairs thermostat to 74 degrees right and it will do it echo turn on the kitchen light um, because I'm getting up and I'm going to get me something from the refrigerator right echo it's bedtime well I don't want to get to that yet echo uh, cut off downstairs lights and, and then <laughs> As we talking, it's as we talking, it's, it's making it sound. It's hearing us. Yes, it's talking yeah. to. It's it's that other child in the in the in the house. But all of these options is was was tremendous. It took it to another level, and that what level it took it to was 
voice activation. Right. So speaking of voice activation, we already had it. So if you look at uh, the trend that everyone was going on, you know, Echo um, was one voice activation. Then you had Google Assistant and then you had Apple Siri. So everyone had something. Um, the Amazon um, product wasn't really competing with Siri and Google Assistant because those were on phones and tablets and everything. Then, because you got to play with with Siri, and they was talking about expanding it when you went to the um, um, what was it, baby? When you went to California, yeah, well, you know, um, Apple did discuss it to expand series, um, but it was only for certain functionalities. It was going to be for certain things. It wasn't going to be totally open source, right? Um. I still think Sirius got some work to do. Absolutely. It really does because the voice recognition is good. The, you know, I think Amazon did an amazing job with their voice recognition, not the voice recognition, but also, you know, identifying and um, listening to you, what you're saying. Sirius don't do it too well. Um, I think that it needs a little bit more work. I wish that Apple had opened up a little bit more or open it open source totally with no restrictions. Right. So that's where there's a kind of the issue. But when you went to Google, remember you went to the Google, um, what was it last year or was it this year that you went to the Google? I went to the Google this, no, yeah, this year. Yeah. And then they would start talking about the, um, how it was going to be on the phone, um, that, um, the Google phone. assistant. Yeah. yeah. How it was going to be on the Google assistant. Did you feel comfortable when they were talking about it? Like this was something that uh, would t go to the next level or it was just um, following behind Siri? Um, I kind of think that they needed, they, they've been working on this for a while. Right. And they needed to um, separate. I, I think that they, it, Google needed to do it anyway. It didn't yeah, matter. It just had to because it had to do competition. It. Because they all into technology anyway, and it'd be stupid not for Google not to do it. Right, right. You know, and then on top of that, you know, Google has taken their um, AI um, to a whole different. They're they're gonna take it to a whole different level by because they're gonna be ahead. They're trying to be not only get started on it now, but be ahead of the game because they want to be better than. Amazon Echo, as right. well as being better than Apple. Yeah, but I know that we all know the one thing about Apple is Apple doesn't just throw stuff out there exactly. just like that. They want to master it. They want it to be the best of the best. Even though you got Amazon already out, even though you got Google out, Apple said, oh, we'll take a year or two or three or right. four. Or four, right. You know? But, but but Echo is the gold standard, though. I mean, Alexa, the Amazon Alexa, which you call her, or Echo, is the gold standard right now because they came out with this tower device. And if you haven't seen it, it's a tower device. It's a speaker. The sound is amazing. It has deep bass. You can actually use it as a, uh, a, a Wi-Fi speaker. The only problem with it is... This one has to be plugged in and they have like three different options. So you have 
the regular Amazon Echo. Then you have the Amazon Dot. And then you have the Amazon Tap. So the Amazon Tap is the only wireless, so you don't have to plug it in. So it's battery control. But the problem with that, is you have to touch it to activate the voice. And what Amazon did to separate himself from Apple and Google is they had a voice activation. You don't have to pull anything. And the microphones that's on the Amazon Echo is truly amazing because mm -hmm. it, it goes through. You can have people talking in the room and it finds the activation soon as you call out that name. Right. And it picks it up so well, so well. So there's there's not too much of an issue that you have to even be dealing with when it comes to Amazon Echo. And it took it to the level where Apple with Siri said, hey, look, you can put your phone up and all you have to say is, hey, Siri. And it picks up from there. Right. But then they said, well, no one wants to pick up their phone. So we can say, let's put it on a watch. And then you say, hey, Siri, for the watch. And then you go from there. But the speaker was amazing. It's like, I don't want to pick up anything and I don't want to be next to anything. I want to be able to just call out uh, whatever keyword it is to activate what I want. Right, right. And so that takes us to the uh, Google Home, which is really interesting. So what makes Google Home interesting? Do you find it interesting, Legion? Google Home? Yes, exactly. After I went to the... Um the keynote in in uh, Mountain View. Mm -hmm. I thought it was I thought it was awesome. I like the fact that it could do so much more to it, to right. what Echo can do. Um, and you know, I, of course, you know that um, Google is all can everything is connected up to their Google um, website, Google search, um, YouTube, YouTube, all that stuff. and so you could just imagine. So, I mean, the, the example that they gave in the keynote was, you know, your children using it, you yep. know, to, because, you know, of course, um, Google will have it do connected up to their search. So you got Wikipedia, um, the, you have a lot more, I believe, I think that it will have a, a whole lot more research to pull from from the Google Home than Amazon would. No, that's what it, that's exactly what they said. They said because we're Google, you know, if you ask Google anything, I mean, that's what people ask. They say uh, Google this or Google that. Like, why not have it in a voice interactive device to do that except for opening up a browser and doing it from there? So mm -hmm. they knew that this would be powerful. But the supplemental things is what I'm concerned about, which is the home automation. Um, Apple came out with their home automation, but it's an app. Right. You know, so they're slowly trying to get the software issue before I think they're really going to introduce a hardware. So they're improving on Siri with their home automation. But... What I'm really upset with is they're putting so much stipulation on the vendors and the type of uh, uh, devices 
um, that has to be, you know, secure, that it's slowing down so many type of vendors that's going into the home kit because it's called home kit to, to, to connect to the home kit. And it's frustrating to me because I just look forward to it. The interface is beautiful. The concept is great. It, it, it blows away the wink right. as well as the Samsung Home. So we didn't introduce Samsung Home. But I looked at a couple of the Samsung Home Automation devices and I wasn't impressed. It's, Samsung is, once again, is just getting into the game because everyone else is. Right. They're not doing the true investing in the devices so they can stand out. They tried to do it with the Note 7, but uh, they flamed out, you know, um, pun intended. And But that's what they did. Right. And, and so they're way behind. Everyone's talking about the Google Home before they even introduce the Samsung, which I think is pretty ridiculous. But, you know, the Echo devices, the Siri and the Google Home, they're all actually in competition to say how do we improve the voice activated voice interactive experience for our customers right right and and i think it's a the next level that you're going to have your home connected to so the next level once again as technology grows uh, do you embrace it do you do anything else so one of the things my wife and I looked into is say, well, we got some other things that we really want to get done, but except for saying, uh, I have to turn this on or I have to say, uh, Alexa, do this, Alexa, do that. We found a program or an app called IFTTT, um, which, which stands cool for... If, if this, this then, then that. that, which is which is a program. Yeah, you know, it's that's a program. A, that's it's a coding. Script. It's yeah. a code. Yeah. Um, but they made an app for that. Yeah. And this is what makes this amazing. So what it does is Apple don't have automation connected to anything. So what it does is it takes certain Apple uh, functionalities and connect it to if this then that. Right. Right. So they connected. To if I'm on my way home and we're not home, we drop the temperature in the house. But by the time we get home, it cools down to the way we want or vice versa. It goes to uh, warmer. So if it's cold outside, it'll automatically say, hey, once you get into that geofencing, then it automatically adjusts the temperature in the house. It'll cut on lights right. at a certain time. Right. And then you have these trigger mechanisms, which is the most amazing thing. And all we created was uh, trigger bedtime. And if you trigger bedtime, it cuts every single light off in the house other than the bedroom lights and the bathroom lights. And it cuts on the fan in the bedroom because we want the fan blowing. We want our bedroom lights uh, by our bed. And the bathroom, so you brush your teeth, you freshen up, and then you can get, go about your business. <laughs> so it's there. If you don't need to, and you're already done, hey, it still cuts off every single device in the house in order for it to work. The IFTT also, because they don't have any Wi-Fi TVs that connects to um, 
the Amazon Echo. So there's a device from Logitech that connects up televisions and then connects to IFTT. So now we can say um, Echo uh, trigger TV on and the TV cuts on. Right. Or it cuts off. We can do either the two and it can either initiate the Apple TV, initiate Netflix, initiate the um, uh, the other device that we have connected to the television. So all these things is connected to this small hub. So we'd be able to do it through IFTTT. Right, right. I mean, it's, it's a very cool um, way of adding um, different um, triggers. Let's say mm-hmm. that. functionalities, functionalities and triggers, and triggers mm-hmm. to um, Amazon Echo. I mean, so um, if you, it's like, okay, since Amazon Echo don't do this, you can say, okay, let me create this small little trigger functionality um, on Amazon on Amazon and to get it to do a certain thing. And I thought that was real. That's really really cool. Just finding the time to do that. Um, we actually. Um, for our hackathon, um, for Women of Code Hackathon, gave the, the winners um, Amazon Echoes. So give them the opportunity to actually use that as a way of coding things inside of it, which I think is awesome anyway. And, um, and it's a program. Yeah. You know, which I is wish really that cool. Google Home was out at the time, but <laughs> they, because that would have been awesome too, because I'm waiting to find out how Google Home is going to work as far as adding different um, functionalities to its device the ai device because you know that's how it becomes even better and that's how that's what they realize you know getting the developers to put their hands on these devices to make them even more amazing um to doing little things or crazy things with the the particular devices um and that's you know is going to be what is going to be the topper Mm -hmm. exactly so i'll be remiss if i didn't talk about a couple of other um, hub devices. Um, like I said, the Logitech Harmony is the home hub, hub that connects like TVs and stereos and things. So you can do that separately and it has its own app, but it's for going into your phone or your, 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 your PC or your Mac or your tablet. These things connect up to the actual IFTT and if it connects to IFTT then you have the opportunity to connect it to your automated Amazon Echo Um, we did talk about the Samsung smart things which I'm really not impressed about and I'm I'm really very disappointed because Samsung has so many appliances and devices that they can bring all of that together and they can make their own home automated home they can have it clearly to connect it to their own home but they're not doing that because they don't see that as the true effort because i think their hands is everywhere and then they got this one uh, i was thinking about getting the the actual security is called the insteon i-n-s-t-e-o-n it's the insteon so if you look at a lot of devices from insteon they still have their little home automation as well I haven't touched that either because, you know, the ratings for them is really lower than even the smart things. And they are much lower than them. So they really don't compare to the others. So 
we looked at um, security and we looked at a way to say how are we going to say not only the convenience of the house, but how can we incorporate security? So I introduced my wife to a device called the Canary. Um, really, really great device. It's a small, um, it's, it records uh, pictures, uh, not pictures, actually video. And the video camera on there is amazing. And it's a, it's a smart device that gets used to you as it changes to say, well, you're home. Um, if you're home, then we can activate it as being live. If you're not home, it knows when you're home or you're not. They watch the your your movements and everything. It's like a smart device. One of the great things, it has even the um, night vision. So with the lights all off, it, you can look on the app and you can see everything. And yeah, the, that, the wide, angle, it, wide yeah. angle lens is just amazing. And I think it's just so... I mean... When we looked at the security systems for in the home, um, Canary was the number one. Yep. The, the one thing that was interesting is that certain insurance companies even gave you a discount for having it in your home. Yep. Um, State Farm was the one that actually gave you a discount on your insurance policy as well as give you a $20 gift card, Visa gift card. And... Um, the camera is amazing. It is totally amazing. Absolutely. They also just added another product to their list because of the, their success of the Canary. They have a, just a small camera. It's not one of the things you can put outside of. I mean, this one you can't. But it's small enough to put in certain areas of your home um, where you can see things happening, you know. Um, tracking your kids or even, you know, looking for, you know, keeping an eye on your baby um, it's really, really nice. It's a, it's the, the, the camera is, I mean, good, excellent quality. Cause we even have the ring and that's another device that we are in love with as well. Yeah. So the, the actual, the new one that came out is the Canary Flex, but it is waterproof. So you actually can have it outside. Okay. So okay. that one, they had that other smaller one that we said we're not going to get. Also, the ring had one that was an outside one, but this one, the the, the flex, is better than is the ring. better than the ring. Yes, sure is. It's it's it has a great camera. It's flexible, so you can move it around to accommodate wherever you mount it as, and it, and it's a great device. Um, they shown it 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 records um, what's there for twelve hours, or you can pay an additional um, fee that it. Keeps it for 30 days or some odd. But I believe if, <laughs> if something happened that same day, you you really need to know. But one of the great options on there as well is on the screen, as you're looking at it, it has two options on there. The one, if you see someone, it has a siren. So if you press that, it, it, it emits a high-piercing siren. I haven't tried it because I don't want to blow my eardrums. And then the other one is call the police. So you have it in your device and it gives you alerts. So if there's anything going on, it alerts you. You go to your device, you click on it and it gives you live view. And it's so good that it's barely seconds 
between it. So as things are moving, you're not getting a 10 second, 15 second delay. Right. You getting maybe two seconds the most delay. Right. And right. it's it's just amazing. I highly recommend the canary. And we're really looking at probably the canary either outside or on the second level. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We want I would love to have it outside. Um it's worth I I, I mean even though it's very expensive. Um I would seriously know I feel that it's very worth the purchase. Exactly. For the canary. And go go on YouTube or or and you can see a lot of testimonials of how um, that device helped them catch the actual people who was breaking in. Oh, um, wow. Some of them didn't even get anything because the siren went off, but they got the picture of the people. And wow. when they got the picture, they were able to say, this is who they are. And they got many testimonials of what happened and what they did. So this is a great device to be um, for the home. And then, it once again, it adds to Wink. And it adds to Echo. So I can say Echo uh, Arm Canary. And it goes into or trigger privacy. <laughs> so she's she's still listening she's to still us. She's still nosy. Yeah, so we call her, shut up, Echo. <laughs> shut the hell up. <laughs> and it responds to that. So don't feel bad. It responds. So, uh, But I say trigger pri privacy. And it... And it goes into privacy mode and stops recording and giving you all of these alerts. So you can connect that to that. But my wife did mention Ring, which is the doorbell. So someone rings your doorbell and you're in Cancun. And then you say, well, who's at my door? And if you connect it, you can see who's at your door and not only see it, but you can actually speak to them and say, what the hell are you doing at my door? And they were like, oh, excuse me, I didn't think anybody was home. Oh, yeah, somebody's home, all right. And then you can trigger anything you want. So if I needed to call the police, all I have to do is switch to my canary and hit it. So I have the options all in, in maybe multiple apps, but you want a, a single hub app to say, all of these things I can go into one and go from there. Right. So I was hoping, I was hoping that that's what actual um, Apple would have done. So I can go to this one app, and this room has these many devices. This next room has that. My front door has that. And we would be able to have all of that. But Apple is really behind on this, and I think they're trying to perfect it. And they really, really, you know, if you know Apple and the way they do things, it's really secure. Security, encryption, and decryption based or what they want for anything that deals with their software. I get that. I respect that. But, you know, it's it's slowing down the home automation process that probably would have been a lot more ahead if Apple was leading the way. Right. Right. Because it, it just, that's what you expect. You know, everybody expects. Uh, Apple, you know, everybody's sitting back and say, okay, we want to see what Apple's going to do. You know, we, you know, you know, when they do something, it's, they blow it out of the water. Yep. But then, you know, then you have to wait a couple of years for it, you know, and uh, going back to Samsung. Mm -hmm. So me and my girl, Erica was talking about that yesterday is the fact that Samsung was doing so well with their phones. 
And all of a sudden, um, you get the problem with the uh, Note 7. But the problem, the thing is also Samsung has been, has some of the best, and we were talking about appliances. Yep. They sell some of the best appliances. And we were talking about how, you know, they need to slow down their trying to put everything, being the first for everything. You know, because we're waiting for them to to master. I think that if they could just focus on making their um, AI system better to work with the appliances, mm-hmm. it would be amazing because that's the next thing. We're waiting for the next best thing, which is, okay, so knowing Samsung have all these great appliances and to have some kind of um, um, device or AI to work with them, just imagine to tell, I'm on my way home from work and say, okay, my food is on the stove. Hey, can you turn on the stove the stove to uh, 50% or to a low, you know? Right. And so that is another thing that Samsung has that ability to do. But I think this is what, you know, because I read into it and I wanted to find out because them not doing it isn't a good reason. Okay. But what I found is Samsung has these different divisions. So what they're not doing is communicating cross divisions. So you have the appliance division that does everything that they want. Then you have the mobile division. Then you have um, the U.S. mobile division. So you, everyone's doing their own thing. And they just happen to say, we're going to use this together because now we got this new software. So if you follow Samsung, you, you're seeing they're trying to follow the model like um, Apple. And they tried to get Tizen. And that was their uh, software platform. And it wasn't really done well either. Well, somebody just told me that... Um Tizen is not on the, the in on their notes. Yeah, on the note. Yeah, because yes. what they're trying to do is they're, they're they're pushing that in. But Tizen, I think, is on one of the actual either refrigerators or um, one of the other devices. So they're trying to put it across platforms. So when they do decide to say that they can talk, you're not having multiple. You're not having Android over here and Tizen over here. So they, they, they need that cross-platform uh, uh, software or um, operating system so they can talk. Otherwise, they're going to have to do a lot of um, um, protocols to say, I can talk to you and you can talk to me. That's a problem. And with these divisions doing their own thing, they didn't realize that what they should have done is as technology grows they should have said, let's start talking to each other to make sure these things talk so together. So Tizen is not on their phones anymore. It's just now it's still Android on their phones. So I didn't, you know me, I'm not a big um, Samsung person anyway. So they had it on the watch. So And that's why a lot of my friends didn't like um, the watch because it wasn't Android anymore. Right, you know? right. And they was like what the heck is going on? You know what I mean? Right. But 
they suppose I had Tizen on one of the, I don't know if it was the Edge or the regular seven. I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Right. But Tizen was something that they was really trying to push toward that all of their whole um, phones and tablets and so on and so forth. But that's their problem. I mean, even when you was talking with your girl, I mean, we all keep thinking, what the hell is wrong with them? They should be dominating the industry. But yeah, the OS, yeah. the OS is the problem. Okay. Okay. All right. I hate to, I'm sorry to get off the subject. No, 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 no. <laughs> but still, it's, it's part of the automation. Right. Because let's go back to what you said. You know, if the oven can be Wi-Fi and you can say set to 350, you know what I mean? Or before you leave the house to leave to go to work or wherever you want to do, you can have everything fixed. And you, but just put it in the oven, and you can set it and say, "I want dinner to start at this time. I want it to start at boom." And you can say, "Set uh, oven to this time here." And then, as it cooks, and you know it only took forty-five minutes, you can say, uh, "Samsung oven uh, set." oven to warm or set oven to 225 and you know what your warming is you can do all of that or the refrigerator has sensors in it to say do i have milk right <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so yeah. and you can set those sensors in that way so if you set it in that way you're fine samsung should have been done that. yes i mean i'm just so i mean i'm just a little bit disappointing how they're they're more so let's put a product out as fast as possible instead of thinking about you know the quality of how the product is going to present itself you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. no i do I and do. so you know because i can see so much oh my i mean i would love it to be able to cook my food the night before or like the morning before i leave and um, right before I get home, no, I'm, oh, say, Dad, I'm gonna be home about six o'clock. Hey, let me start dinner. Let me put start the oven at five thirty. You know, saying so. I mean, that's amazing, and so that's where you know you, we're starting to see the futuristic stuff come, you know, into into the real life now. You know, and I'm excited about it. I'm I would love to. I'm like I'm waiting to see, waiting to the next year. Because, you know, we said we need a new refrigerator. Mm -hmm. And I would love for it to be that something that I can put on um, on Wink, <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> yeah, one of those, right? One yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the, the thing that I see is, you know, the TVs um, with the, the, the Smart Hub and all of that, all of those have Tizen on it. But... Now, you know, you got the TV division, you got the phones, you got all of these things. And, and, you, and you're looking to say, hey, dude, why don't you get everything together? Because if you get it all together, then when you advance your product, mm -hmm. your product will actually be able to have all of that on there. Don't wait and do an update for that. People want to buy your appliances. You know, Google doesn't have appliances. Apple doesn't have appliances, but Samsung does. Yes. That just makes no sense. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, why would you not have everything cross-board? 
you know, the phones is showing the seven is marshmallow. Marshmallow's Android. Yeah. What the hell is that all about? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if you have your TVs on Tizen, but your new phones is on Android, that makes no sense. Yes. You know, so I see what they're trying to do, but and then they're working in these silos. And that's the problem with a lot of companies. When they work in their own silos, they don't see the advancement as a group. They see their advancement as individually. So I think that's why their phone division is going into so much disarray because they're trying to do it on their own, which is ridiculous. Right. Right. I mean, it, it is ridiculous. It, it really is. But there's no better TV than a Samsung. Yes, it is. No when We did our recent, you know, you know, of course, you gave me the task to find us a TV. And there was Vizio, which was one, and Samsung was the other. And Samsung still ranks as the number one in buying TVs. Yep. And so, you know. I, I mean, and that's what I did. I did that research, and that's what I found out. Like, okay, this is definitely it. Just make sure that uh, we don't need nobody watching us over the camera. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, imagine a bunch of people like, hey, they, they get people watching football. <laughs> Absolutely. But but that's that's home automation. We wanted to, um, you know, there's a lot of people who, who comes to us and say, how do you have your home automated or you have Amazon Echo, are you happy with that? And you're like, look, Amazon Echo actually supplements everything else we have. Mm-hmm. So they think that's the one thing that you just got to have. No, you just think buy a Alexa and say, cut on my lights. No, you got to get the bulbs. You got to get a hub. You got to get all of that. All of those things you have to be able to have, and then you can have your voice interaction. So the new uh what is it the new dot actually is about fifty dollars less and or thirty dollars one of the two but it's fifty dollars now as opposed to what it used to be so it's less and they're trying to get it so you can have it per home right and that's that's what's crazy okay so we bought the amazon echo then we was like do we need keep whispering amazon echo and they wouldn't allow you to buy a dot unless you buy the Echo. Yep. So you spend one eighty nine for the Echo, and it was eighty nine for the dot. Yep. Then they said we're not making it anymore. So the now me and Michael just knew. Okay, so they stopped making it. They're gonna put it back out for the holidays. So that's what I was assuming. I was assuming they were going to put it back out, probably a little less, um, maybe 69 to go. Still, you have to buy the Echo to get the dot. Dumb suckers came out and said, hey, 50 bucks mm-hmm. without. Yep. You without, can buy it on your own. And then you can walk in the store and buy it. Without. And it was like, what the hell? What's this thing? And so the new thing was, hey, buy a pack of five. And get one free. So, and I was like, okay, so you need five throughout your house. Some people do. So, I mean, the thing is, is that it doesn't, I mean, like you said, maybe they do. But you got to understand what it does. Is it going to be functional for you? What is, you know, like, 
um, one of Michael's associates told him, well, I'm going to get the extra one so my daughters can say, okay, how do I spell this? Or what's the definition of this? Or, you know, what does this mean? Which I think is awesome, but I think Google Home would have been a better choice for that. But you didn't know that. No, he didn't. So... Google Home, we still don't know how good that is right? because and, it's not even out yet. Right, it is not. And we also know that even if it hasn't gotten to that point, that it will be good when it first come out, give it about, I said, three to six months, and mm-hmm. it's going to be probably going to probably be better. Yeah. And, and people, if you don't know, Google does an amazing job collecting data. If you don't know that, then <laughs> you don't know what's going on in the world. But Google collects so much data. So whoever has that, anything that people are using it for, anything that people uh, um, have it, they know that. And they said, this is how to make it better. Yes, And the best thing you can do about that is you already have the hardware. It's already on Wi-Fi. Now all you have to do is update the software. Right. right. So what Amazon did to update uh, their software was they said if you have multiple devices and you call out the name Alexa, it only responds to the closest one. It so they, yep. they, they did that. So you can say, hey, look, you can have five of these in your home and you yelling in one room, but it's only going to activate toward the closest one. Right. You can yell so that the one in the, the room all the way in the back can actually hear you. But the software said which one is in closest proximity right and it picks it up so now is the now the thing is and um we've become the expert in ai um product within the home so you you're we're starting to you know people are contacting us friends mostly friends asking us questions like what is what do you think we would need and we totally have been recommending um I say three products. Is mm-hmm. that correct, Michael? Three yeah, products. Just about three. Just about which three. is um, what is it? The, the Amazon Echo first. The, well, the, well, let's say four. I'll say four then. You got um, Amazon Echo. Mm-hmm. You got um, Canary, mm-hmm. and you got um, Ring. Ring. Yep. And um, for thermostat. Right. Echo B. The Echo B. Yeah, Echo B. So if you're in a home and you own a home um, and you're not renting, Echo B would be perfect for your home as far as trying to lower the cost of your utility bill. Yep. Okay. If you're talking about, um, a, if you're not, if you're not a homeowner, I will recommend the um, Echo and um, the Canary. Yep. Um, if you're renting a house... I mean, if you're in a house, I would tell you, I I mean, I've told one friend she needs to get ring and she can, she can always remove it from her, her door. Absolutely. You know, because her fear is, you know, who's coming to my door. And if you, and if you're a person that work from home, I would rec- definitely recommend the, um, um, I would recommend ring for you. That is actually one of the most awesomest thing. I was upstairs working one day, somebody rung the doorbell. I have my iPad open. I open up the ring and say, hello, how can I help you? And they talk right to the, to the, the ring. And it was 
amazing. And it the was camera's good too. It was good, yeah. Not as good as the canary. Yeah, yeah. But but very good. Mm -hmm. Very good. So it definitely was a, a plus to have. I mean, another thing about the ring that I really, really love, I mean, we were in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And the doorbell rang, and um, the only was the only problem was it was a, a a very long delay. We I mean we wasn't able to respond to the doorbell, but the good thing was that Ring recorded that person ringing that doorbell. Yep, we seen who was ringing that doorbell, and they rung the doorbell twice. And if if we if something would have happened, or he would have kind of kicked the door in, we would have. The canary would have kicked in then yeah. because that means not only did we catch him on the front camera, we're going to catch him on the when he got inside as well. So one way or another, we got him. And the one thing I didn't mention, sorry, is the door lock. We have August. Oh, yeah. So August is a door lock. It's a Wi-Fi based, Wi-Fi slash Bluetooth based door lock. The best thing about that is. The lock on the outside is the regular lock. So you see it as a key entry lock. That's right. But on the inside has all the mechanisms that Wi-Fi control. So someone's at the door, you can give them a guest pass and say, hey, I'm out of town. If you're going to stay at the house, here's your guest pass to get in and out. Yeah, and that's on the app. You just, it's on the app. Yeah, you you have give to them down. a guest pass. Yep. And then they're supposed to be gone in three days. After the third day, they're locked out. Yes. And they'd exactly. be like, hey, what happened? I told you three days. Well, I lived on nah, ain't my problem. Get the hell out of my house. Yes. August you know? is, is awesome. It so is really you, you have these multiple automations to be able to say, let them in, don't let them in, uh, uh, pick up these sensors, pick up that. And you, you have backups to all of these. And it's eliminating a lot of this. You know, I'm going to buy this equipment for two years from ADP or Honeywell or whoever. I don't have to do that. I can buy a one-time cost of these things, and I can monitor them all myself. Long as I have access to a mobile device that has the app. And we ensure that we keep them on, you know, all of them other than our Macs. You know, anything but our Macs. We have it on our iPads as well as our phones. So that's important. To me, that's very important. So, and if you look at it in that way, then you can save a lot more money and you can feel secure. Someone don't have to call you. You initiate all that. You know, hey, look, I got to meet. I got to leave. Somebody's trying to get in my house. Right, right. And I, and I really think that, you know, this is where technology is going because, you know, do you want to pay for a whole security system at ADP where you can basically just invest in a lump, lump sum price of a product that can still make your home just as safe as what you um, can invest at ADP? Because you're paying, a, not only are you paying for the equipment, but you're paying a monthly cost. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, yeah, we, you know, with getting the canary, we was a little bit like, okay, that's a lot of money. But if you look at it in the, in the long run, at the end of the year, we're having spent as much money as a person who buy all the equipment from 80, it was the ADT, ADT, mm -hmm. as, and then paying a monthly charge on top of that. Yep. I'm still getting what you got. But at a lesser price, because I still can see on my phone who's coming into my house. 
And you don't have to pay. Now, if you choose to say, I want to hold on to this data uh, every 30 days, well, you can pay for that storage fee. So what they do is you get um, cloud storage for your video. And they'll give you that. If you want to pay for that, you got that. Right. But they give you at least 12 hours to say, hey, look, you got a, not 12 hours, 24 hours. You got 24 hours. If something is happening and you got your alerts set up, uh, you need to start recording and, and taking that data and saying, hey, here, cops, this is the guy that was in here. It's there. So you don't even have to do that. Now, if you want that, that's still a preference. Right. But it's not. It still doesn't equate to these security systems that you have to pay that much money on. It is so, again, and you don't have to get everything at once. You know, one of my friends at work, he started with the wink. He then got the echo. He went and got some bulbs. He then got a lock. Then, I mean, every month he just kind of added on. Until he was content to say, I'm good. He was good. He dropped his security company. Even though he had all of the cameras all around his house, all he did was connect it to Echo. Yep. <laughs> and, it, and it activated everything there because he had the app for all of that. But he saved that monitoring cost because he had access to it. So this is where home automation is really, really crucial to what you want. Customized to what you want. I like the convenience. I'm in my office. I say, Echo, turn on office light. Boom. I'm in here. And it's right there. So I'm, I'm fine. So I'm doing all of this to ensure that my things are convenient. I don't have to think about it. It's a voice-activated service, and then we're fine. So it's, it's, it's really, really good. But that's what we have. And we was really excited about this, and we, we've been talking about it, and there's a lot of friends and people associated with us who wanted to know, hey, what can I do? Yeah. So we wanted to do a podcast on this yeah. and say, hey, this is part of our life and this is what we do and we'll go from there. Yeah, because we talked to Julie and John who we were in Arizona and was and assuming that they were already heading to Williamsburg, Virginia. Um, and just so happened we were on the same flight together <laughs> and we told them about the products that we are discussing right now. And again, a lot of people don't know because it's all, it's, it's, it's just it's really new. Yeah. It's new. And it's just now, um, coming to a lot of people's attention. What can be, what's available, you know, at a very low expensive, uh, way of watching, or monitoring your home. Yep. And, you know, and also another thing is, is that, you know, if something happens to somebody, you know, this is a way for them to get into your home. You know, a family member, you say, okay, here, I have this, and this will help you get into the house. Or you can see if I'm still breathing because I have cameras all through the house. Those are things that are like, you know, I mean, you know, watching the, you know, the kids, like, if you know, if you, your teenager, who the hell they sneaking in the house? So you have that ability to see what's going on and, you know, find a ways of um, protecting what you own without the cost of a security system. Yep. It really is. So a lot of this is all about convenience. Got you. But you want to eliminate costs because I'm a really 
cost frugal person. So I'm, I'm looking more long term to say if this canary costs me two hundred dollars, and I've been paying twenty four dollars a month for my securities, so I've already paid for this in one year. And if I decided to have storage, I will still be paying less than paying these people once a month. They tried to go down to $19.99, and I was like, still, it's not going to help me, buddy. Well, if they cut the lights off, hey, guess what? It has a backup. Uh, we're going to get one with a battery backup. So if they cut the electricity off, guess what? You can't even get it either. So it doesn't matter if I have you or this, but... If I have this and the Wi-Fi goes out, right. that's a problem. Right. So that's going to alert me too. So that's a big issue that, hey, you know, you lost power in your home. Hey, what the hell's going on? And you can do things about it. So, but uh, any closing words, Alicia? No, I'm just very excited that this is what we're got maybe... 50% of what we want done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I can't wait to see what new um, devices are going to be coming out and what we're going to do um, with the newer stuff. And, you know, of course, that would be another podcast to discuss the new stuff that yep. comes out. So we'll do that update, especially when we get new products, especially a product that is more significant to the change in the household. You know, I say, oh, I got some new bulbs. Nah, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> but if, you know, if you get like a major appliance, if we, we got a, like a refrigerator, we really looking at the one refrigerator that'll match up with everything we need. Uh, the new television that will match up and do the things that matches up to the things that we need. We'll, we'll be able to podcast that as well. But we want to do a tech segment so when people have these questions that they ask us, we can give a great summary right, to those exactly. to say, hey, look, stuff I asking and you don't know what you're asking. Listen to the whole podcast. You listen to it. We, can, we most likely will give you as much as we can and we'll, we'll point out some things and then we can go from there. But if you have any questions, you know, hey, don't bother, don't have hesitate to reach out and ask. You know, if we don't know, um, I'm telling you right now, we read a lot about tech. So all the time. Yeah. So if if you you know have any questions, just reach out to us. I will yeah. be glad to answer it or add it to our podcast. Exactly. Dreadlockconnoisseur.com. Get on there. Watch our podcast. Um, we'll have them on there. We'll be able to give you um, some feedback. Um, contact us. Put some questions in there. Um, we'll start that mailing list, and we'll be able to get back to you. Um, but this will be a continuing segment because there's a lot of tech issues that a lot of people don't aren't aware of. Um, there's a lot of discussion that my wife and I are dealing with a lot of tech people who say, how do we get out? Um, mm -hmm. We, we want to do a segment actually on iOS 10. Um, this is an amazing OS that has a lot of great things on it. Mm -hmm. And I'm still trying to figure out the things. But um, <laughs> we'll be talking about stickers in the next segment, too. Um, this one is amazing. We'll tell you about it. I'm going to keep that hush-hush right now. <laughs> but uh, we, we're going to be talking about some things there. But, you know, we're hoping you tune in. And uh, my wife and I, Alicia, will let you know. And we appreciate you listening. And tune in for the next best thing. 